and I remember going to uh, a musical in London called Sung and Dance. It's an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. And the band were on stage, it was quite a big band. Um, and the piano player was in the middle. I thought, that's what I want to do. That's what really? I want to do. Really? Really? Yeah. And oh, so wow. I, was, I was about 15, and it wasn't necessarily playing, but to be a part of that. Yeah. And so I can happily say that that's what I've done. Today I'm talking to John Mortimer. He's a pianist, composer, and conductor in Hamburg. Good morning, Good. John. Good morning. It's so great to meet you here on Zoom. Yeah, welcome, welcome to my little home in Hamburg. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you're based in Hamburg. Yeah. You're originally from England. That's right. Yeah, but I've been living in Hamburg um, actually since 1991. Oh. A, a, a long time, um, and. The story is that I intended to be here for a week. I just came to visit someone. And um, then at the time, um, there was the, the musical Phantom of the Opera um, yeah. in, in Hamburg. And musicals were a, a new thing at that time. And they were looking for a keyboard player for a couple of months. And so um, I was kind of intending to do that in London anyway. But uh, in Hamburg, they have such a fantastic theater. That I thought, okay, I can do that. And then, um, so I played that show for a little while, and then there was a job at the musical Cats. Uh, and so uh, they're looking for a conductor, uh, a, a musical director, and so I ended up doing that job. And so I signed a contract for a year, and I thought, okay, I, I can do a year. And then it went on, and I actually did four years there, and then I got to know a lot of people, and then um, Hamburg is such a great place for music, and, and um, Germany generally for what I do. Um, and so I guess I'm staying. <laughs> so, you're, you're now part of the furniture. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but that wasn't intended, actually. It, it really wasn't. Um, but um, it's just the way things go, you know. And yeah, so, isn't it? Isn't it amazing how you sometimes uh, end up doing something that you, in your wildest dreams, never would have. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that's the story of my life, really. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. And um, so I really can't complain and now have my family here and um, yeah, all, all's good. Um, so yeah, and I, I work uh, totally freelance as a musician, basically um, involved in lots of different pro projects and um, composing, arranging, also playing, musical direction. And that's all part of what I do. No, but I want but, to say um, that I, yeah. I think it's, it's fantastic what you are doing too. I mean, you you reach out and take an interest in so many people. I, I think it's it's great, you know. Oh, I'm so glad you you yeah. 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 No, it's no. interesting to to hear people's stories and it's it's fascinating to to discover what about what art brings, you know, because I yeah. um, I mean just the other day I spoke to um somebody who who's doing set design. Well yeah. she calls it production design, but you know, it's a, it's these things that we never know about because we don't see the people. So, yeah. you, you you know, there you are in the theatre, but there's so much going on behind the scenes that you never yeah. realise it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Of yeah. course, everybody's story and, and like you as well, you know, it's, it's really inspirational to hear. And I think for other artists and, and not even artists, but for people to hear that there's there's a path, you know, and that you have to yeah. not an instant. Things have, don't happen in an instant. That, that, that's absolutely correct. And, and I think that um, probably everyone you've spoken to in the 
theatre or you know artist world has a similar kind of story. You know, I mean, I, I definitely began when I was eleven, and then I was hooked on music. You know, that was that was my thing. Um, but where did you I, grow up? Uh, in 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 England, um, actually, uh, uh, we moved around a bit. Uh, uh, you come from South Africa. I spent also a couple of years in South Africa. Really, as a, as a child. Yeah, we lived in mm-hmm. just outside Johannesburg in a, um, a suburb called Parkview. Oh yeah, know. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that was a lovely like, suburb. Yeah, yeah. Because um, my dad was working there, uh, mm-hmm. but um, I was mostly most of my growing up time uh, in. Or close to Birmingham, the middle of okay. England, mm-hmm. um, and so my story with music. I started piano lessons when I was about six or seven, mm-hmm. and then when I went up to the high school, you know, the grammar, not well, the, the the high school, mm-hmm. um, uh, then I I wanted to start with guitar, and then so my dad said, "Well, you can either have guitar lessons or piano lessons," and so um, I switched to I guitar, see. and then I got hooked, and I had a friend there, and we had a band we just spent all our time making music you know I had um we had a a little studio together and we composed loads and loads of songs and um yeah that was absolutely my world from the moment on and it hasn't changed much since since then and And of course a guitar is lovely because you can carry it around in a piano more static so I can imagine that it's to collaborate with other musicians it's easier when you have an instrument that you can carry around yeah yeah i mean there's keyboards too now in this oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that's, that's that's not a problem but but that was my uh instrument and so of course the biggest influence was the beatles at that time oh really talking about some 72 and i was just absolutely fascinated with the sound and the atmosphere that they created um, uh, and I, I listen, remember listening really intensely to their music. And then, as time, my family, my mum and dad had um, a big record collection. They were not professional musicians, but um, I would say avid music listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my dad had a big record collection, and I was always listening to a whole array of music from you know Beethoven and uh, jazz. I remember he had a compilation jazz. CD and I was just really listening into the music and that was when I was probably about 13, 14 um, and then it was for me obvious that I wanted to be a professional musician. Really? Um, At that young about, age? Yeah, when I was about 15 that, that was it for me. You know? Really? Um, yeah and um, I had a little phase with architecture when, um, but uh, my maths wasn't, wasn't good enough anyway but okay. music was definitely the thing Mm-hmm. And but so, uh, if I uh, did, your parents uh, support that because it's sometimes artists would say to me or yeah. musicians would say, "Well, you know, my parents wasn't sure that this is going yeah, to be well, the well, career." That's yeah. the case. I mean, my, uh, none of my family. I mean, my dad worked in a bank. You know, he's all very secure and, and whatever. And so, and, and my brother as well went into a very. Um, he, he went into the hotel business. You know, had a good career, but I. It was just um, I was on a different path. Mm. That's all I can say. I was on a different thing. And so um, it was suggested that I should leave school early and do my, what's in England called A-levels, like Abitur, um, the, the oh, end yeah. of school, in a, a dedicated music school. Mm. So you can concentrate on music, but do your A-levels and then uh, go into university or whatever. And so I did that, and I went to the Leeds College of Music, which offered the first jazz course 
in Great Britain at that time. Really? And so when I went there and I saw all the students and everyone, I thought, this is my world, this is it. You know? really? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and so I was then, what, 17? Mm. Um, and so I, I did the course then and I went to the Birmingham, what's now the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire. It was in a small building then, but um, uh, I had a very, very good piano teacher. And so... Um, so you mainly so you mainly studied jazz then by that time, uh, or no, also no, classical? I, I, yeah, yeah, classical, yeah. I mean, jazz was, was there, but it was mostly classical. But I got involved with all types of music, and I've always been involved in all types of music. You know, it's always whatever's interested me, whether it's you know, the pop, rock, whatever, whatever um, music has something interesting for me to listen to and, and it says something, that it speaks to me, then that's that's the thing. Um, so I've got quite a wide array of music that I've played and also listen, enjoy listening to, you know, so. Um, but, but that's so interesting because uh, I, I spoke to a, um, a jazz harpist and he was saying something uh, that I never thought about, but he said that because he plays jazz and, and from a young age, he used to improvise a lot. And improvisation, it, it comes with jazz, of course, because it's um, yes. you, you do that. Uh, but many people who do just classical music or just focus on classical music, they find it different, uh, difficult to, yeah. to improvise. Yeah, no, but you had a yeah. wide range of of, of yeah because because I started like that you know um, yeah um, it's yeah it's it, you definitely get blocked if you if you're just learning music classically without any uh, thought of improvising of going your own way then you won't get into the frame of mind of that you know it's it is quite difficult and then um, after a while um, it's you're just not used to it basically but everyone actually has that. But the way I started, um, I had you know, normal cl um, classical piano lessons at the beginning. But then with the guitar, you know, I was just finding the shapes of the guitar. And, you know, like the Beatles and Paul McCartney had no lessons whatsoever. It's just the shape of, of, the, of the chord. Um, and then you just find your way around. You, you can't actually explain it theoretically, but it's just right. But then you find, as you go into music, uh, that all music is connected. And actually this thing of improvisation was, of course, a big thing with Bach, you know, in, in the 17th century. You know, he always improvised. And church musicians, church organists, they're expected to improvise. Really? A, yeah, and that's standard all over the world, you know. Uh, um, the, the improvisation for them is a normal thing, you know, as part of their their work. And that goes back, you know, way before jazz. But but with um, classical music, yeah, you're, you're right. It's uh, improvisation in that sense. Um, is it, it's a different language, and you have to learn to improvise too. You know, there's um, in jazz is like jazz is like actually rocket science. You can go on forever. You know, there's so many permutations and things, and it's it's never ending. Uh, but that's what fascinated me in the first place uh, with all these nice chords you know, I don't know if you can hear that but oh, yeah, yeah. you know why these chords sound like they do oh, yeah. you know, and and so that was from the beginning a source of absolute fascination for me and but, but yeah. now if, because of this this interest in all the different genres do you also mm. did you also have an interest in different instruments then 
and, and um, sounds? No, it was for me. It was piano um, mm. uh, because I switched back to piano. I think when, when I was fourteen, because mm. I actually wanted a keyboard player for my band, and I couldn't find. Oh, anyone. okay. And, and so I learned it myself first of all. But um, I remember my younger sister having piano lessons, and so I started lessons with this teacher, and then I just practiced like crazy. I got really hooked, and um, uh, and then. I auditioned for this music college and got into it and then had a really good piano teacher and subsequently very, very good teachers. Um, but yeah, that was it for me. But the piano is, you've got the whole orchestra at your fingertips. Um, and that was always, you know, for me, harmony was was a big thing. But I would say that everyone, it, according to their personality probably, is attracted to a certain instrument. And all the, you know, the brass players I know are a certain type. You know, and, and so the trombone players, you know, the trombone becomes a part of their body in the end. You know, it's just absolutely, or a, a flute player or whatever, string player. But um, no, for me, it was um, harmony. That was the main piano. thing to me. And so the piano was the obvious thing. So, so did you have to do all the exams, the piano exams uh, to get into yes. the college? Oh, you yeah. did? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you had to get, um, your, in England, your grade eight mm. to qualify for an audition, actually. Um, and and then um, yeah, then you have your audition and mm. interview, and then they like you or they don't like you. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like yeah. in the ballet world as well. Yeah, you have to, it's yeah. just you know, yeah. um, or, or, or but, at least they have that they think you have potential, you know. Yeah. And so I was recommended um, Birmingham because there was a very good piano teacher there called Frank Vibo who was a, a world-class piano player, and he was recommended from uh, the teacher I had beforehand. And so I was lucky to get him. You know, he, he took me as one of his students, and so that was great. And so he was also an inspiration for playing. Um, and um, the phenomenon that when you see someone that good, somehow you can imitate him, but only for a short time. You know, you, you can play, play the way he does. Um, and then... Uh, you have to practice, but then you go back to your own level or whatever oh, yeah. it is. But yeah. but he was um, uh, yeah an extremely good teacher, and um, also. But, good. Did you, but you do you think yeah. this the fact that you as um, a young child had this freedom of sort of exploring the music yourself? And mm. before you started doing all these exams and the formal say formal training. But that gave you also more courage to sort of just pursue things and not not yeah. be not to know. Oh, uh, wait, maybe I'm not good enough yeah. for this. No, absolutely, yeah. And and for me, Leeds was very good because there were a lot of people like that, you know. Um, really? And uh, especially on the the jazz course itself, I was on a so-called foundation course where I was like doing my end of school exams and concentrating on music. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of freedom and uh, uh, also stylistically, you know, it wasn't glued to classic, which at that time, the music academies and colleges were all really classically orientated. And actually in Birmingham, where I was, that was very orientated towards classic. And I was probably the only one at the time, one of the few who had, right. had any uh, experience with jazz or other types of music. And so I was a bit kind of horrified when I went in, in there. But, uh, but um, yeah, but it was, um, yeah, definitely, I would say, more it gives daring. you more, mm. uh, more daring and more 
actual just knowledge because you know how much more music is out there um you know and so for for how i developed um i was always i was also loved theater um and my mum and dad were you know went off into the theater and so i went with them and i remember going to uh, a musical in london called sung and dance Andrew Lloyd Webber musical and the band were on stage it was quite a big band um, and the piano player was in the middle I thought that's what I wanted to do that's what really? I wanted to do really yeah. and, and oh, so wow. I, was, I was about 15 and it wasn't necessarily playing but to be a part of that yeah. and so I can happily say that that's what I've done yeah I see you've been so yeah. involved in many theatre musical theatre yeah theater. so how yeah. so but you, but you said you ended up in in Hamburg yeah. by playing the keyboard. Yeah, it was yeah. basically I came over to visit someone to cut a long story short. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I intended to stay I think a week, um, yeah. but um, I got to know uh, the people that were in Phantom of the Opera, and at that time it was all new here. So everyone, pretty much everyone, came from English speaking countries, not America, England, oh, whatever, okay. because there was no one here. Uh, they wanted to introduce the whole musical thing. It was a bit of an experiment at the time to Germany. And so I just, uh, yeah, it was just by chance doing that. And so I, I wanted to do the show in, in London, but it, in, in Hamburg, I kind of fell in love with Hamburg anyway. I, I just oh, liked okay. And yeah. it was kind of, um, I needed, it was time for a life change anyway. And so it was, uh, it was just right. And then by chance, uh, someone said that Cats, which was also new there, were looking for a conductor. So I auditioned for that and got that job. But now, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Were you trained a conductor? Yeah, in, in, oh, yeah at Birmingham, that was part of the course. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was a okay. first study piano player and yeah. it was composition and conducting. Okay. Um, but I have to say, also conducting, you learn by doing. I mean, you can learn about it. But actually, until you're there in front of an orchestra and everything, then you've got, you've got everything to learn the first time. So I had had experience in England as a musical director mm -hmm. before I came. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, so um, yeah, but it, it was still a challenge because mm -hmm. um, Cats was such an um, exact show with, you know, it was basically a big dancing show. Um, and so... You had to get everything right in the first time. You know, the tempo's right and the cues and the breathing and everything. And so, um, yeah, that, that was a challenge, but it was a very, very good one. And yeah, because so, I, sorry, I, I yeah. uh, with the different conductors that I've spoken to, I've also realized that there's for opera, uh, you know, you, it's it's almost a little bit more specialized. It is, different, yeah. You know, so, and for dancing is also, for ballet, it's something yeah. different. So. Musical theater, of course, it's it's also different than than um, it, yeah. It, I would say it, it, it brings everything together, um, you know, um, because most of the the dancers in Cats were ballet dancers, and, oh, okay. and, and definitely the, the the choreographer came from a very classical background, and so um, yeah, and the Gillian Lynn was the choreographer, so uh, you know, all very classically orientated, and so you have to understand that. You have to understand what they need, um, and then you also have to understand what the the singers need. And with a musical like Cats, it's all different styles. So you've got opera, you've got rock, you've got 
kind of like jazzy sort of um, uh, musical thing. And then also, then you need to know what the what the band needs, what the orchestra needs. Yeah. And so all these elements you have to get right. Wow. Oh, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, how do yeah. you get into that alive? Yeah. Okay, yeah. get out of but it alive. I, I, would, I would say gradually. <laughs> yeah um but uh, but they were all very supportive you know and and so and it was all a new thing anyway um and so yeah but it, it went fine and then I ended up doing that show for four years full time wow yeah and then and, you have to do it in German as well yeah I had to learn the language too yeah I didn't have any German when I came over but now I can't really okay so I yeah. teach in German and everything okay. uh, but but yeah but um yeah so but it was just a, a fantastic thing because, um, as I said, people came from all over the world, you know, because they had to audition people from, you know, literally from New Zealand to America to South America to all over Europe to bring people in to do the show because at the time there were really not enough people in Germany to do that. And so um, you had a fantastic pool of, I would say, like-minded people, you know, coming to do this show and, uh, you know, great friendships um Amazing. In, in children, which i still have you know, and now and now the the musical theater is is uh because we have it here in vienna we had cats yeah. as well and yeah. it's now um i've also spoken to and i can't remember the the creative director's name now but i've also spoken to him and and he was talking about this knew how you know how they started out and and doing these these musicals mm. in german speaking countries so mm. you were there and the beginning you were there yeah when pretty it much started. Yeah. how amazing yeah. yeah not right at the very beginning i think i yeah, but... uh, was 88 i was here in 91 mm. but but yeah but it was it was the beginning but but that time it was very special um, um and um you know so many good people and so many chances came out of it. You know, like for instance, with the band itself, it was seventeen in the band, but every principal had um, so-called subs, you know, to play when they they couldn't play, and so there's probably a pool of I don't know, at least eighty or, or so, and um, they they came from the orchestras and the big bands, and so I got to know a lot of people, and then after that, I got into production work and new shows. Um, but basically all through connections in this time in, in cats wow the experience the experience then built to to get to the next to produce yeah yeah, yeah yeah kind of it's, it's just really good sort of networking i'd say and that's something that you know you just can't plan you know it's it's just yeah. it's just how it developed um so yeah and then i ended up doing um shows and musicals all over you know in Maui and Paris and all over wow. the place yeah um, and you but you compose as well yeah I've always composed yes um yeah uh and as I said from the beginning when I was 11 um I composed loads of songs I mean I'd say hundreds really? uh, with, a, with a friend of mine who was equally as obsessed with music um and so spent most weekends on recording sessions and we had a little tape deck and did really? all this stuff and <laughs> so um yeah and so it started then and then actually I was surprised 
when we had to clean up my mum's house that I found lots of music I'd written that I'd forgotten about when I was 14, 15 for orchestra and stuff. And I can't really remember doing that. But I do remember being really interested in how the sound was created. And so writing, uh, you know, transcribing scores, you know, how things would sound. Um, and then at music school, I had a chance you know, to, to study and have my music played. And then I've always done that. And then um, the first job I had after leaving music school was in the Birmingham Repertory Theatre as a musical director for a Christmas show. And that came about um, through me playing piano for the College Opera. And the guy that um, directed the opera was also the director of the Repertory Theatre. And so he asked me if I'd like to do the show there so again wow. isn't it? I, I didn't audition for it or anything yeah just came my just way, came your way. Mm. um and so and then i really loved the atmosphere of theater you know the, the people you know the actors and just the whole buzz of it i thought this is great you know and uh so i was musical director i had um i didn't write the music i arranged the music for that show okay. um and then i was asked to write my first soundtrack and that was in connection with the Royal Shakespeare Company. It wasn't in Stratford, it was in Birmingham. Um, it was a new play, uh, but with very you know, top quality, renowned actors and actresses. And so there I got my first chance of composing music for theatre, which was wow. mostly electronic, which is something mm -hmm. which was also new for me. You know, I, I didn't learn about electronic music in school because no one knew anything about it, but I had synthesizers then. Um, and keyboards. I was always interested that in that, and so that was my first taste of creating atmospheric music wow. and being influenced by uh, the piece and by the people in it and color and everything. And so, yeah, and so I've always done that. Um, but that, uh, but as a child, this is this is so uh, great that you had that interest. So that's where it started. These, uh, and and like you say, you you wrote, you wrote. It wasn't that, that those days when you didn't compose on computer. It was handwritten. No, no, no. And so no, you no. say you didn't know the sound. You didn't know what it would sound like if it wasn't yeah. orchestra. I, I mean, I mean, you you just hear the sound of, of the instrument and yeah. so when you study instrumentation and composition at, at, at school then you definitely know about the limitations of the instrument you know the ranges and whatever oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. um all that kind of stuff so I, I i knew all that through college and the basic stuff but uh, you always learn how to create color with with music and texture whatever. um so and now still now if you like when you did your mm -hmm. first uh work like that where you where you did it for an orchestra or for mm -hmm. you know to have played what was the feeling when it was first played when you heard oh, so it? I, it it's unbelievable it really? really is unbelievable um and uh i still get a, a buzz you know i mean um i'm also one of the the great virtues of Germany is it's really the land of orchestras and there's loads of orchestras and way more in Great Britain and a professional orchestra or professional quality orchestra. So I've got myself into a niche there of arranging music for uh, these big orchestras um, that need specific songs, pieces arranged for their um, uh, bizet song, their, um, uh, their lineup of, of, of musicians, whether it's 60 or 20 or five or whatever you know I, I can do that but 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 the big ones um uh yeah the, um 
was the question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's better hearing it for the first time. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and um, and so that is always the main reward. I mean, you, I get paid for my work in money, but the actual biggest reward is actually listening yeah. to it. It really is, um, and uh, to see people enjoy performing it. You know, um, I've done in uh, over the past few years a uh, big choir or orchestra concerts um and there's so much great energy uh there and seeing the people and they're really attacking the instruments and having fun with it you know, and that, that that's the biggest uh reward and always and, and, and any composer would say any arranger would say that yeah that that, that is yeah that that's it and it never goes away a young composer once said to me this you know that it's great if you if you know the audience love your music but the greatest um compliment is really when the musicians who play it enjoy playing yeah, yeah. And i never yeah. thought of it that way but i can imagine that that's yeah. that's actually the reward yeah, the reward. And, yeah. and it's funny because in, in that way you can say that music making music is quite self self-indulgent you know because you do it for yourself and if the audience like it that's great <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's true but um uh, but also um i think of other things now the audience reaction that that's also great and um there's sometimes you know, like last year i did uh, a tour called abba mania it's all abba songs and it oh, was the complete, okay. and it was the complete show uh so 24 songs and so um the first you know when i was asked to do that um the, the first thing that always comes into your mind is you know can i do all that in the time frame you know and so oh, yeah. i figured that i i could but um you know with, with this particular uh job there were medleys you know and so, you know songs strung together and they had to have transitions and they and this, all the transitions really needed to uh give a lift or some kind of um you know expression or uh you know that you know what's going to come up because all the songs are so well known um and so when i pieced these songs together and made a little transition you know, with a key change or whatever um and that all had to be um okay by the musical director and the singers that all the keys were correct for them um, and so I did that. And then on the night when they played that and you see the reaction that the audience had to that transition that no one knows. I mean, no one thinks about the arrangement in you know, the little guy sitting yeah. at the back and listening to the music that he's written out. But that for me, that was really a fantastic moment because that's exactly what I wanted. You know, that's what I had envisaged. envisaged. Mm. Um, and so to see that, experience that, it's, it's one of the joys of making music. You know? Amazing, yeah. yeah. I can imagine that. And also uh, you being so uh, sort of involved in the theatre and that you, you that you, as a young child that you said already you wanted to be part of this theatre world, um, does it make it easier to then compose because you, you're used to the sounds and you're used to what, what makes um, good theatre? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, over a period of time you really um, have to go into all sorts of different styles you know, and to understand different styles and you know, um, what it takes to make the sound of uh, the musical language sound right you know um, so if you're doing um, I don't know say a country and western song it's, it's going to sound totally different to a French 
chanson, yeah. but you use them the same notes, but the language is different. You know, it's, it's just the same with words, and we use the same words, but the language is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah. But and and the audience, uh, do you find the audience different in Germany? Say, for instance, in in as in the UK, do they react differently? To um, different yeah, yeah, I think now um, I'd say it's in between England and Germany. I'd say they're similar in in America. They go crazy, you know. It's just a different buzz there, um, but um, but definitely the musical audience uh, they love it. They uh, it's it's become such a big thing yeah. over the time I've been here, uh, and it's a massive industry now. You know, there's loads of uh, musicals, big and small, and it's 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 a huge thing. And when I think back, it was just like two. Um, it, it's really grown amazingly but uh, but yeah normally the audiences are you know very appreciative they come in they they don't want to go away at the end in in england um, once the show is over that's it you know go home oh Uh, is it but but um uh but but here it's a real big night out and and they seem to love it you know Mm -hmm. and 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 definitely for for cats i mean they run in hamburg for what over 10 years about 13 years Mm -hmm. yeah and the record actually is a show i've been playing now for 19 years and that's lion king my goodness yeah and and lion king has been in hamburg now for 22 years and it's always sold out and that's like a 2000 seater theater and they do eight nine shows a week yeah and That's incredible, and you would really, only think yeah. that of the West End, you know, that the shows yeah. run so no. long. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I mean, it's not at the show. I mean, Liking definitely has the record. No, I'm, I'm wrong. Start Express has the record in 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 uh, Bochum. That's about thirty years it's been okay. running, mm. but it's in, definitely in Hamburg, um, and it's become such a like a tourist thing. You know, have to go to Hamburg, have to go and see Lion King. Um, and so that, you know, other musicals sort of come and go, but Lion King stays. And I've been playing keyboard one as a sub there, as I said, for, for 19 years. I, I don't play every yeah. show, of course. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, and, but it's, and it's in German. Yeah. It's all in German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, uh, they audition the cast from all over the world and they come mm-hmm. up from South Africa, actually. Um, okay. Yeah, and, uh, you know, great thing is they come from... The uh, you know the native um, you know choir schools and whatever you know totally sort of untrained but they've got this you know what it takes for, for Lion King this um, you know style this African style yeah. mm. um, and sound of the voices mm. uh, yeah um, and so then the the uh, the cast uh, will normally stay for, for a couple of years or so and then they've had enough they go back or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. but but the show itself is it's been maintained That's for my incredible. Yeah. Well, we, but, we didn't we didn't have cats that long in Vienna. I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that then um, it changed as well, and yeah, it changed frequently. So we don't have them that long here. But the place yeah. to go is Hamburg. It seems. Yeah, I mean, I mean, cat, yeah. Hamburg is, is definitely the capital. I mean, there's four uh, big. Um, musical theatres that have all the you know the big shows um, and then there's lots of small ones 
all over and they spring up and very very good amateur ones very engaged um and they offer that and it, it's a great thing and uh, and the other thing that uh, was a complete unexpected thing was um that they wanted to start making musical schools no that was about 10 years into when i was in hamburg and so i was asked if i'd like to teach in the schools you know, to be a, a vocal coach you know, because i had oh, lots of experience okay. mm. uh, you know th through the musicals with singers and also through my you know college education mm. and so i did that and that, that was something else i found that i really really enjoyed you know working really? with, with young mm. people and so there were, i've had hundreds of students now in the various mm. schools in hamburg and also in essen and, mm. um the Fung Shul. Um, and and that, that's a fantastic thing too, especially when you have um, people who come in who really want to do it, but they're you know shy, whatever, or not really developed. And then some, something suddenly clicks with them and then they're on their way. You know, it, 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 it's a great thing. And uh, so I've, I've had students who have done very well for themselves here in, in the musical world um, and also lots of beginners as well and but that's, also that's also interesting because sometimes musicians or or, or uh, artists say that t the teaching is for them so wonderful because you actually learn so much from the students yeah yourself. yeah you do and, and it's also a thing I, I can remember um my piano teacher saying um that um until you start to express yourself verbally um your understanding is only halfway there because all, all, all these things uh you know you you've taught you know you have in your mind but to actually express them verbally is another bit of energy you know and so um that's true and, and uh i've had loads of ex experience with um you know children going up to you know 60 70 years old um but if they find that special thing um that they want to communicate themselves on stage as a performer and they realize how much uh power they have on stage it's a fantastic thing and um uh, I find it very touching when I do uh, like tryout classes where people want to come into the schools and have a day where just seeing if it's right for them or whatever. And so they're given um, uh, a session with me on the music and we can find a song where it, it, you have to um, act through the music uh, in, mus in music. And so if you have someone who has just uh, started that and understands what they want, and see the reaction from the other people in the, in the group, you realize the power of what you're giving them. Really? It's, it's incredible, yeah. Um, it, first of all, for, for the person uh, who may be, say, a bit shy or um, insecure, whatever, but through that, they get a security, you know, um, and you know, lots of musicians are maybe not socially adept, quite so insular people, because you spend so long by yourself you know um but um yeah but, but that to experience is, is a wonderful thing in music too and that's something that's, that i didn't expect you know that's just something that came that i really thought wow this is special interesting yeah and yeah. i think also sometimes you th you you forget it's like you say 
you know, musicians, they study the music and they, they're so full on getting it right and, and trying to yeah. get it perfect. And then yeah. that moment on stage is also daunting because it's then, then you have to, to project it or, or, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. perform it. And you would think everybody would be able to do it, but not, it's not a given. No, it's not. I mean, the, the, the advantage, I'd say, of, um, of, of acting in a, and musical is, is definitely acting through music, is that you're not actually being yourself. You, know, you can hide oh, yeah. Yeah. kind of like behind a character or assume a character, assume something, you can transform yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found so fascinating right from the ver- very beginning with actors, that they can change so much, mm-hmm. you know, from what they actually are. Um, and so with an instrument as well, you know, you're, involved in your own instrument and whatever it is and so yeah that becomes a part of your your personality and and expression have you always found it easy to perform or have you ever Um, had stage fright yeah totally i mean um yeah yeah um and um i would say i've always been um orientated towards playing groups because playing uh, solo, I've never really wanted to, uh, and you know, I'm not a, like a fantastic virtuoso, like, like you know, uh, Yuyo Van, whatever. That was never my uh, ambition. Um, but to accompany, to be part of something and to, to create music, uh, that's that was my thing. And, and so I do a lot of concerts now accompanying, you know, I'm the only piano player on stage. Uh, and but um, I do a lot of that also in lots of different styles of um, blues, classical, all kinds of stuff. Um, and so um, that's no problem okay. because um, I'm a part of... You're part of something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so that, that for me, but I've never been uh, wanting to be a solo artist and okay. be in the limelight, actually. Mm. That's never been my thing, but always to be part of something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and actually, I, I would say most musicians and performers are like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the performers probably want more like that, but I've never been one like that. I like mm-hmm. to give it to someone else. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But John, yeah. John, you're so multi-talented and you do all these things. It's so amazing. And it just seems that things came on your path the way it should have come on your path. So yeah, I, I, you just did yeah. your thing and, and the opportunities came. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Um, and I had absolute conviction in, in what I wanted to do. And so if you do that, you know, you, you just find yourself with the right people and the, the right environment to do things. And then suddenly comes your way, you know. Um, I, I've auditioned, I, I actually auditioned for Cats and a couple of musicals, but um, normally I don't, you know, they, they just call because they know what I can do and if I can do it for them then they'll call up. Well I have a conviction of uh, and, and I'm so um, passionate about what I do and then I come across lovely people like you so <laughs> uh, you see <laughs> yeah. oh, it yeah. works like that. Yeah. But John now tell well, me what still are the wishes for you for the future? Wishes? Um, well, I have a few. Yeah, go <laughs> um, for it. <laughs> yeah, um, I still have um, a couple of things that um, haven't been fulfilled yet. Like, for instance, I wrote a piano concerto, 
It's oh, wow. quite, quite a big thing that um, I've had lying. It, it's there, but um, I've never, it's never really been the opportunity to have that performed. And so that's definitely something I'd like to have done. But that's that's a big work. And I presented it to a couple of uh, orchestras, but it's, it's definitely um, with, with the big orchestras, you have to look in sort of two, three years in advance anyway, because they've got their, mm. their concert plan going and it has to be part of something. Um, and so that's something that I'd like to have done. Um, the other little wish I have is that I've done lots of you know, film composition um, and one of my biggest wishes still is to do an orchestral recording at Abbey Road Studios in London, which is where, um, you know, some John Williams, all, all the big yeah. uh, film music is or has been recorded. You know, well, and, I, uh, and, I, I, and I know people who have done that, but I've never been in quite in the loop there. But that's something that's always like a, a vague wish that I would like to eventually have done to, to, to have... Um, a job that would eventually be uh, the music would be recorded there. That's that's a little ambition well, of mine. <laughs> I think I think that that wish might uh, I might be able to do something for you for that wish. You have to contact Dominic Ferris for that one. Dominic Ferris, okay. Yeah, I'll get you in contact with him because he his dad used to work there with the Beatles, and uh, he's oh, got contacts okay. there at the Abbey Road Studio. So oh, yeah, and okay. he's oh, a yeah. pianist. So maybe ah. your concerto can be done as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, but um, yeah, but um, I mean, I mean, to be honest, now I'm technically of retiring age, but I'm, I'm not. Um, it, it's not really going to happen. We don't retire. I'm not. I'm not very successful with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I don't think I've... we should. I don't think people should retire. I think there's there's too much. Yeah. To do no, 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 definitely what we do. I mean, it's, it's virtually impossible. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, but I, I still have work this year. I've actually got a, um, I'm working on a, 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 it's a show. It's all James Bond songs. That's actually going to come to Vienna in oh, November. Wow. Hmm. I'm not quite sure which theatre it is. I'm not quite sure. But, oh, you have um, to let me know. I will yeah. have to go and watch. Yeah, it's towards the end of, I can look at it later, but but yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but I'm, I've been working on that, and that's the music is kind of ready. We um, start rehearsals the end of this month, and uh, yeah, and then there's um, I'm working on another show at the English Theatre in Hamburg, uh, doing the musical direction for that, and so there's oh, wow, stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah. I've also did an interview with the with the director there. I just can't remember his name now. The English Theatre uh, in Hamburg. Uh, Paul Glazer. That's right, Paul Glazer. Oh, you did it? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, it'll be with him, yeah. Okay, that's I'm going to link, I'm going to link the, the interview I did with him also here, because then it would be oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice oh, yeah, that's uh, funny. Yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll ask him to pull I'll say night. hi to Paul <laughs> for me when you see yeah, him Yeah, I will do. You know, I'll yeah. speak to him very soon, actually, yeah. 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 Well, John, I hope to see you in Vienna one day. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, as I said, that'll be in, in November if, if that happens. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm absolutely sure if I'll be actually playing then, but um, I'd love to come to Vienna anyway. I mean, yeah. it's been years since I've been there. I mean, I, yeah. But let me but let me know. I would love to see to see yeah, you play or conduct yeah. or, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 
But John, have a lovely afternoon and I hope yeah, to see thank you in you very Vienna much. soon. Thank you so much for inviting me. I was looking forward to it for, for weeks and see uh, <laughs> my contact. It's great. Thanks so much, okay. Petra. Okay, okay, John. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Bye.